Is this thing on? What's up, motherfuckers? First episode of February, we are back for a brand new episode of the G Maker MMA show. But before we begin, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, we always do this. We always do this. G Meeker MMA show is brought to you by gluntofficials.com. Glunt. So people that don't know what a glunt is, you either put your weed in there or your tobacco. 99% of the world uses weed, so you kind of get where I'm going. Glunt starts with the G. Blunt starts with the B. B-L-U-N-T, G-L-U-N-T. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, you get it, but gluntofficial.com. Every glunt is made with a clear, easy-to-use, clean glass that basically lasts a lifetime. I'm telling you guys, I see this all the time. Kids, every single day, we go to the gas station, they'll get the swishers, they'll get those, those joint wraps. And I'm telling you, both those things contain chemicals. They contain chemicals that pose a significant health risk. With Glunt, it saves you, not only does it save you money, but also saves you time. Those constant trips back and forth. If you, if you smoke a lot, at least three times a day or more, then going to the store constantly isn't going to get you far. I mean, I don't know if you just smoke blunts, if you don't just smoke blunts, if you just smoke like bowls and stuff and use pipes, you're all good. But for people that mainly like to roll blunts and joints, this saves you so much time. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even bluffing. There's nothing There's nothing here that I'm going to try to persuade you not to do it because in reality, it does contain chemicals. Those Swisher Sweets contain chemicals. All those JLBs. How do you think they get the color white? Basically, this is this is based on a lot of information that a lot of people have told me. A lot of highly respected people. I, obviously, like a lot of smarter people when it comes to stuff like that. Not just anybody off the streets. Oh, those are bad for you. I'm not just gonna go after you. I'm not just gonna. It's messed up. I'm not gonna just believe anything. But I did my research. I looked up a lot of that stuff, and it is true. So we teamed up. With Glunt Official, me, obviously being the host of G Meeker and Show, the head of all this, we teamed up with Glunt Official to provide my loyal listeners with my special promotion code when you reach the checkout. When you visit GluntOfficial.com and make your first purchase, use my promo code. This is only for you guys, you fucks. Use my promotion code, my promo code, Gabriel2018 for 10% off your next purchase. One more time, Gabriel2018 for 10% off your purchase at GluntOfficial.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, it's an easy way to save money. You can bring this with you. you can, there's a mouthpiece. You can cover up the mouthpiece. You can cover up the whole thing. It's a portable blunt without you worrying, worrying about having it bent having it squished or anything just don't sit on it or anything like that it's it's, it's a delicate glass but overall glunt is a beautiful experience I've, I've had the pleasure of having one and and using it to my best of my abilities you know it's always nice to have a whole blunt loaded up so it's like you're taking multiple bowls if you don't smoke a whole entire joint and you have a glunt that's the best thing ever because every every little part of the screw that you screw, there's a part where you screw and you grind the weed up. It shows. It, it does that. It's a whole operation. You can look up how to use one on YouTube. I can see it. <laughs> Explain. But one more time, guys. Gluntofficial.com. G-L-U-N-T-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L.com. Promo code Gabriel2018. 
15 for 10% off. Alright, let's begin the show, motherfuckers. Three, two, one. Is this thing on? Boom. We're live. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. What is up, everybody? It's been a long-ass fucking time. 19 days, I think. Our last episode was on January 19th, 2018. Today is February the 4th, 2018. What's up, guys? It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. We are back here on this beautiful... February 4th, 2018, just actually got done watching the Super Bowl an hour or two ago, and honestly, it was one of the best fucking games I've ever seen, you know, that shit was close, that was fun to watch, it was it was anxiety rushing, it was heart rushing, it was making you sit up in your seat just watching every single fucking play, but like I said, welcome guys, episode 137 of the G Meeker MMA show, we are back. We're not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a long-ass time. I know for for me, it feels like a long-ass time. It literally wasn't one day that I went without thinking about the podcast. But I'm very fortunate to be back, and we have a lot of shit to talk about. I feel like a lot of stuff has happened. I mean, when it comes to events, it's only been 19 days, so only like two events have happened. Maybe two events or three events. I don't think we talked about Francis and Ganu. Did we? Did we even talk about that? That's the thing. That's that's why I don't like taking time off from the podcast. But in reality, like in my own personal life, I had a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of transitions. And you have a special announcement. I'm back, motherfuckers. We are back. We're back in the home state. I'm back where everything started. I just brought everything that I learned back over here. So I brought everything I back had over here and... We're just gonna do great from over here now. So I mean, I'm back home. I'm not on. My, I'm not there. I'm not. I'm not in Texas. I, if you guys didn't know, I was in the home. I was in Texas as well. And uh, now we are back home after like six months. I haven't been there since like March of March of 2017. But we're back here. That's the most important thing. Is we're back. Got to see some family. Got to hang out for a few days. It's been a week or so. Now we're just looking at the next thing in line. There's a lot of things. You got to stay positive when searching. You know, I haven't had a, uh, I mean, it's, it's been, a, it feels good to be home. I'm just happy to be here, sitting here, chilling in a room, you know, by myself, just, just relaxing, you know, the, the simplest things is what matters to me, but there's a lot of shit that's, got, that's happened, you know, a lot of struggles, there's a lot of stories, but there's a lot of stories for the outside, just a lot of things that went on, I'm not going to talk about each and every single one of those things on here, you know, just the fact that I moved, and, and, you know, things are a lot better now, and there's a lot more great things to come in our future, not in our future, just in the show's future, and your guys' future as well, obviously, or my future as well, when it comes to a lot of stuff, but like I said a little bit ago, like I didn't go one day without thinking about the podcast. I was like, hey, if I get some spare time to do the podcast, do the podcast, do the podcast. I mean, I've been gone for six months. I haven't been, I haven't been, um, I haven't seen my family in six months. So, you know, I have to take a few days off, you know, a good amount of days off, you know, to get some time in. You know, I really had time to do the podcast because I've been so involved with the family and seeing them and hanging out all day, coming home, going to sleep, just been tired and haven't you know, haven't, uh, you know, had a time to really do a lot of things, but, you know, like I said, it's good to be back, like, a lot of stuff's happened in my life, as well as the mixed martial arts world, wait, 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 so, 
So this is a thing. We're going to see how much we've missed on before we continue on. Because I don't want to talk about something and uh, have it. Because um, I feel like we haven't talked about UFC 220. When the hell did that happen? January 20th. Yeah, we haven't talked about it. So that's what we're going to do. We're talking more. We're, we're, we're talking about a lot, man. I mean, that that was an amazing event. You know, it was a historical event. And, and I feel that's one of the things we need to start with. You know. You know, my bad for going so far back for a lot of people in the podcasting world. If you if you if you thought that I had discontinued the show, that is the craziest thing on the planet. You know, I know a lot of people frequently were listening to every single episode that we had. So even if you take a couple weeks off, it still can affect your audience a little bit. You know, a lot of people are crazy when it comes to thinking about these things. And you know, for me, I'll never quit this. This is the best thing I've ever done. I think about it every day. It's, it's what gives me my confidence. It was. It's what makes me happy. So I would never do that. So UFC 220, we're going to talk about that, where the winners can go from there. A lot of the recent news, a lot of the amazing fight bookings. And we had a fight night last night, so we'll talk about that too. And we had a lot of great things for this <coughs> episode of the Jimmy Kermit Show. Am I getting a cold or something? <coughs> I really hope I'm not because I just barely got back. I just got back. I don't know. I'm not looking to get sick. I know some people may have had the bug. I think a couple of people in my family had had the bug and stuff. And I went over and visited what's around them. And I spent the night there. So, but, um, that could be the reason. I hope I, I, one thing with me, honestly, is when it comes to being sick, I never usually get, I don't usually get the full thing. It, this may sound weird, but I only get portions of it. Like, for example, I'd only get like, uh, a cough. I didn't get the whole nose clogged. I didn't get the whole the whole uh, head hurting all the time thing. I didn't get that whole feeling of being cold when it's not really too cold outside. But um, I just get certain parts of it for me. So right now I just have an annoying cough every like three minutes or something like that. But um, other than that, I feel great. I feel good. I feel positive. And we've got a great fucking show to start off with. Any breaking news as we speak, we do have some super fights coming up. Daniel Cormier just defeated Volkan Ozdemir, obviously, at UGC 220. And Stipe Miocic defeated, successfully defeated Francis Ngannou, the big, the great, the scary, the intimidating Francis Ngannou. He defeated him. Both men were successful at defending their titles. For Daniel Cormier, it was a little bit more of a vengeance, you know, for him. Like, what I mean for vengeance, like, you know, it's not that he had the biggest rivalry with Volkan Ozdemir. It's just the fact that, I said, I think I said this a few weeks ago. Probably like the last podcast, but the last time Daniel Cormier fought, he was brutally stopped by John Jones. Obviously, he was turned on no contest, but in Cormier's minds, in a lot of people's minds, John did beat him, steroids or not, or whatever pills he was on, or whatever. The fact that he failed the drug test is just the fact that he lost. Daniel Cormier lost, so he said it's urgent for him to beat Volkan Ozdemir. That's the whole thing about DC, because I felt like he had a cloud over him. And for me, personally, I felt that he needed to get that win. You know, obviously, he, he just lost his belt, but then he gets the belt back to him because of the fact that the guy who beat him failed a drug test. And when you fail a drug test in today's 2018 mixed martial arts world when you're in the UFC when you're when all these strict drug testing things come in, these things happen. So the belt was given back to him. And, you know, he is a champion again, but, you know, everyone remembers him from the last fight. He got brutally dis dismantled by John. Obviously, it was a good, it was a good close fight. I watched that fight maybe a couple weeks ago, and, and honestly, 
like, even though I wasn't on the podcast, I still did MMA things. I still watched MMA. I still watched all the episodes. I still kept up in the news and everything. It's just that I wasn't on air talking about everything that I seen. But I watched this fight the other day, like, well, two weeks ago. And um, I saw it. It was a good fight. Because I was thinking to myself, I posted a couple of my personal thoughts <coughs> on Twitter about it. I said I can watch these guys fight ten times. I mean, he was a lot more competitive that time. We don't know how John fights off whatever it is that he's taking. Cormier did connect a lot. He did hurt John a couple times. Obviously, he didn't really hurt him, like stagger him or anything, but he did connect a few good times. And I'm telling you, if he hadn't got that head kick, man, it would have been a lot more interesting. It would have been a lot more of a closer fight. Now, that fight being that close a second time, you know, sparks my interest for a third fight. Will that happen with the current future of John Jones? I do not know. But to summarize every single thing that I said, basically up to this point, is Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic will fight each other. Now, that creates another kind of cloud because, you know, Daniel is close friends with Cain Velasquez and Cain Velasquez reportedly is set to make his return this year. And, you know, one one, one or two fights, you know, with Cain can have him fighting potentially for the heavyweight title against the champion, Steve Miocic. But now Cormier fighting this guy, you know, Cain did issue a tweet out saying things could get interesting. A lot of people thought maybe he would fight DC or maybe Cain would drop down to 205 and go the DC route. And now DC's at heavyweight because you know DC has beaten everybody at at, at 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 light heavyweight that there is to beat. Not named John Jones. I mean, obviously there's a couple of good people out there still, like you know Jimmy Manua, Shogun, but there's really no one that really excites me or the rest of the world at 205 pounds for Cormier, unless it's the third fight with John Jones. That's just a simple reality of it. So this whole thing, this whole thing was a big mix-up, but. Honestly, for legacy-wise, he can add that. A win over Stipe and Miocic, and he goes back down to his weight class, and he kicks everyone's ass continuously. Okay, that's good enough for me. That, that That's good enough for legacy, because if you guys didn't hear the news, I think it's May 2019, or this, yeah, May of 2019, he has one more year left, and then he's done. By his 40th birthday, he wants to be out. So we only have a little bit left to appreciate the greatness that Daniel Cormier possesses. He is one of my favorite light heavyweights. You know, I kind of model myself after him in a way when it comes to, you know, the style that he has, the kind of person that he has, the personality traits, how funny he is. You know, he's overall he's a great guy. He's a fantastic guy. So it should over, this should overall be a fantastic fight. And, you know, not count Stipe out. You know, Stipe is one of the best of all time. It's just that if is Stipe gonna be able to stop what Cormier can bring? Because if Cormier wrestled a little bit more, it, it, he he reverted to his wrestling a lot more. I mean, obviously he's had fantastic fights his last couple fights. Even though he did lose to John, he, he looked incredible up until that happened. But um, he he's used a lot more of his striking. So if he could revert, obviously he stopped. He stopped Vulcan Olsimir. I mean, he took him down and beat him up on the floor. But um, you know, in his wrestling, you know, his grind with Cain Velasquez. We you can't say that Cormier hasn't seen anything that's like Sipe. 
I mean, obviously, Stipe is a fantastic fighter. He's obviously broken the record for the most heavyweight title defenses, and he he he, he he's as good as they come. He's done he's done a lot of the greatest things in the in the whole history of the sport. You know, he's added to the Hall of Fame for sure due to what he's done in heavyweight. But but is that enough to beat a great guy that's only lost to one man his entire career? Out of twenty two fights, I think. He has only lost to one man in the whole entire world. And don't think Cormier's had an easy run because he's he's been undefeated for quite some time up until he fought John. And the only other time he was defeated, he lost to John. Obviously, he won a split decision over Gustafson. <coughs> <coughs> or majority's decision or whatever the fuck it was. But other than that, no. He's defeated Anthony Johnson. He's... Obviously stopped Vulcan Ozdemir. Now, but but before Vulcan, he beat he beat Rumble twice, and he beat Alexander Gustafson. I think he, he fought Anderson Silva too. I forgot about that because it was like a non-title fight. But the fight was at light heavyweight. But Silva wasn't contesting for his title. It was just a fight. But he did that, and he's he's beating a lot. Of, he's beating the best guys. He's beating everybody that the UFC's put in front of him. And now another man added to the list is Stipe Miocic. How can Stipe handle it? This is what makes this fight so intriguing. This is why I'm excited for this next heavyweight title fight because it's a heavyweight title fight, and you got the light heavyweight champion of the world moving up in weight to battle the heavyweight champion in the world to contest. And possibly become a two-division champion. Now, for Stipe, if Stipe beats Cormier, he's not going to become the light heavyweight champion as well. Because he has no interest in going down light heavyweight, at least not, not that I know of. But it's just like, okay, another title defense, a super fight. This is a big super fight, and I'm excited for it. And a lot of pe other people should be getting more excited for it as well. But anyways, guys, we got to move on to some current events. Speaking of fights, last night's fights, man. You know, a lot of those fights were a mixture of stuff. Fantastic finishes, bullshit decisions, and uh, what else? There was one other thing. You know, there was a lot of close fights last night, man. My goodness, a lot of bad calls, too. Mainly bad calls and late stoppages via Mario Yamasaki. The thing is, the whole thing with that late stoppage, well, with the, uh, I forgot the, name, the girl's name, but, you know, that was, I didn't really notice it was a late stoppage. You know, I honestly, I didn't even see what Mario Yamasaki did wrong until I went back and had to watch the replay. I did know that that girl got her ass whooped, but, you know, I, I felt like I had seen that before. I've seen this happen. You know, I mean, look what happened to CM Punk, for God's sake. You know, I just thought it was a girl making her debut, but, you know, after a while, I started to sit there and think about it like everyone else was, and I was thinking, you know, fuck, this girl is fighting, honestly, in my opinion... Probably the top, the, 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 I can't even speak right now, I'm so fucking excited. But probably the top three, out of the top three, is one of the, out of the top three women's, best women's fighters in MMA, in the UFC, at least my knowledge. Top three, Chris Cyborg, Amanda Nunes, and Valentina Shevchenko, because no one else has ever beat her, except for, who? 
Amanda Nunes. Okay, Amanda Nunes is beating Valentina Shevchenko. God damn, did you see how violent she was? How relentless she was? She, she destroyed. She. What was that girl's name? I, I hate just saying she destroyed her opponent like that, all generic, like I can't say her name or something. I really can't, you know. But um, she beat her up, man. I feel bad for the for for the poor girl because i don't know if you guys heard her i heard a little bit of a story on her she she used to do i think like she used to do crack and stuff back in the day and and honest and she was a drug addict or something like that and, and um you know fighting saved her life you know it really it really turned everything around she's sober she's clean and now she's a full-time professional mixed martial artist i mean that's a beautiful story to hear it's just that like cormier said there's levels to this game and a lot of people we're, we're uh, the whole. This is this is a crazy thing. This, I still have to look more into this as we speak. But um, for me, I, I I didn't see what was wrong. You know, everyone was talking about Mario Yamasaki, so I revert to my phone. I look at my phone and I'm like, why the hell is everyone talking about Yamasaki? No, I think the first post I, I stopped looking at my phone for a while, maybe like 15 minutes or so, and then. And then I pull my phone up and I'm thinking, why the fuck is everyone looking at Mario Yamasaki? Why is everyone talking about Mario Yamasaki for? And then I look and I guess that, you know, I, I, I said they're talking about the stoppage and how it was poured. Like they should have stopped the fight earlier. It's just the thing is, my problem with this whole thing, everyone's going to hate me for this. But, I mean, I'm going to talk about the next contributing factor to why this their support, why their claim, why this whole thing, why this whole thing's out of proportion. And why everyone's talking about this is because... Um, Two things, two things. It's come down to two things: the matchmakers, and I mean, it's the fact that the fucking girl had some fights. She had enough fights. Like I said earlier, look at CM Punk. He he was zero with zero experience. Absolutely. I mean, he did some jujitsu, cool. He had no experience in striking. He had no experience in in wrestling. He had no MMA experience, no amateur MMA experience, and yet they sanctioned that fight. Okay, they sanctioned that fight. So why is everybody fucking mad about this whole UFC sanctioning the fight? For fuck's sakes, Joe Soto fought TJ Dillashaw on twenty four hours notice. I mean, obviously, Joe. I mean, obviously Joe Soto, but former former uh, Bellator, I think bantamweight champion or something, Bellator. Uh, He's a, he was a, a former champion before that. But everyone's mad about this whole sanctioning. Okay, it's possible. Why is this fight sanctioned? Why was this fight allowed? Okay, first off, the bitch... No, excuse me. I'm mad right now. This shit's upsetting. First off, this girl... This girl, she had experience under her belt. Which is why I don't get why these people have sanctioned it. You know, the whole thing about the commission... I heard someone say about the commission. Why the commission sanctioned it. Because she had fights under her belt. Now, this whole thing with the UFC matchmakers. Why did they put her against the third best women's fighter in the UFC, period? Valentina Shevchenko. Arguably, could be number two. But Chris Cyborg, Amanda Nunes, obviously the ones who beat her. Valentina Shevchenko destroyed her. She beat the living shit out of her. You know, the girl seems like a, you know, I feel bad for the girl. It's the type of girl I don't feel 
happy about talking about that she lost. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that she lost the way that she lost and there's so much pressure on her and, and her backstory and all that. But, you know, honestly, it's, there's levels to this game. Sometimes you get fed to the right straight to the animals. I mean, look at Cor, look at Cormier. Look at Patrick Cummins. I mean, he was fed straight to Cormier. He, he, he said he, that he fucked Cormier up in training. He made Cormier cry and he made his debut. Okay, he made his debut against the so-called crying Cormier, and look what happened. He got destroyed. He got mauled by the UFC light heavyweight champion. So this entire thing about, this is firing me up, man. This is cool. I haven't had a good podcast in a while. That's why. This is firing me up because people are talking about, why did the UFC sanction this? Why did the UFC allow this fight? Why the hell did the UFC allow Patrick Cummins against Andrew Cormier? Huh? No, it's because they're professional fighters, and they took it. Now, for me, honestly, I had no problem with the stoppage. Now he did. Look, now, after she tapped, he did. It did take for the second time for her to tap. Sadly, that it didn't. That, that the referee got there. Well, he was right there. Just the fact he didn't see her tap, or I don't know if he's seen her tap the first time. But after that, you know, I just saw a young girl. A young young girl, with with obviously I think she was undefeated. She's like six and zero, or, or if, if I'm correct. But um, obviously she she did survive a lot of the ground and pound. She was tough. She did hang in there. It's just the fact that Valentina beat the fuck out of her. No, not not at one at one point in time throughout that entire fight that I think she was gonna quit. You know, I did. I, I mean, she hung in there. You know, being tough in the sport, like I said, hasn't been. It's, it's it's not your best friend. You can't just be tough in the sport and 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 be successful. You know, you can't just get beaten on for your whole fight and claim to be tough, never to give up. You got to post some offense too. Now she's a tough. She's a young, very young lady with with a lot of a a lot of a, a fight experience. Uh, to go and and honestly. You know, it's unfortunate that she lost the way she lost, but I had absolutely no problem with the sanctioning of that fight. You know, looking at it as a fight, I don't want to go back and watch that fight again, that's for sure. But it, 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 I had no problem with the sanctioning of that entire fight or how it, how it, with how it happened. Unfortunately, she got an ACL injury in that fight. That girl just not, didn't have a good, uh, good UFC debut and, you know, money issues and all that. I start to think about those things. And it's crazy because particular people I just have a heart for. I feel sorry for, you know, I feel, feel feel bad for the girl. You know, a lot of pressure was put on her. And a lot of people are like, you shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have been taking that fight with such a killer. But a lot of people will turn out and respect her in the end. And uh, all respects to her. On the, and, um, you know, it's just a... Uh, it's a, it's a crazy it's a crazy world when you live in the sport but to sum it up I had no problem with that whole thing like I said moving on in the main event Leota Machida successfully returns well he returned obviously after his suspension but he was stopped in the first round by Derek Brunson in like two minutes or so but yeah he made a successful return with a W over Aaron Eric Anders by split decision. There was a lot of split decisions. There's a lot of close calls. Like I said, Tim, Tim Means versus uh, uh, Sergio Marias. I thought Tim Means did a, more than enough to win that fight. It was, a, it was a crazy fight. It was a fun fight. Those guys slugged it out. I did think that they should have got a fight in the night for that. <coughs> but, you know, there's a lot of good fights. 
a lot of damn good fighters, and unfortunately, they didn't get that one. Um, what other fight was there? It was another close one. Uh, no. Yeah, it was the only ones I remember is just is um, at least I can't think right now, but um, it has to be Tim Means and uh, Tim Means and uh, fuck, I can't think. Of, there's one other fight. There's one more fight that I fought that I thought was a split. Oh, the main event. What the fuck? See, I can't even think right now. What the hell? But um, I didn't think that main event. I mean, I I thought it, it went to Machida. That was a great. That was a fun fight, at least for me. Like I said in the beginning, I was like, you know, basically. That's the way the way Machida won is how he has to win. I was like, you know, I will not be mad if that's the way Machida has to has to win because that's the only way he can win. Uh, and before we continue, I went when I came back from L.A. Well, I went. Well, I I went. I I went on the airport. I went through the airport and obviously flew away from Texas. Flew to Dallas. And then from Dallas to Denver, it was a connecting flight, and you know, we switch, we get on a different plane. But we went from from Midland to this said the name of where I lived. God damn it! I went from there to Dallas to Denver, from Denver to L.A., from L.A. to Stockton. I didn't fly. L.A. I, I took uh, I I got I it was in a vehicle basically. I just took a vehicle from L.A. to Stockton. But when I was in L.A., I went to a weed dispensary and I got some bomb ass shit. I got like $80 worth. I think it was like an eighth or something like a four ounce or an ounce or something like that. But it got some good shit. And, um, I have some currently that were actually had smoking, <laughs> um, from the dispensary called strawberry banana. So some bomb ass shit. Okay. But back to what I was saying, I had absolutely no problem with the Machida's performance. Obviously, it's kind of dangerous when, you know I mean, but look at it. Look at the fucking fact. He's fighting these fucking, the best motherfuckers the UFC has to offer. From Luke Rockhold to Yoel Romero to Derek Brunson to Eric Anders. You're giving them all these crazy good-ass motherfuckers. Old Leoto can only take so much. Just kidding. Me and Machida. Machida's very competitive. It's just that he has been stopped a lot. Now, I don't know if it's necessarily his chin's weathering away. How many times has Machida been knocked out? Let me look. We'll pull up his Wikipedia. But, you know, he's been stopped before by Shogun. He was, obviously, he was choked out by John. But he, he, who else knocked him out? Machida. Leoto Machida. I mean, he's been in the UFC for hell of fucking long. Like, I think it's not 17 years. How long has Leonardo Machida been with the UFC for? Machida's a true Hall of Famer. He's fucking good. Machida's one of my favorite guys. He also was one of my original favorite guys when I, when I, talk, when I talked about who the fuck can beat Machida. Who was Machida's first loss anyways? See, that's what this whole makes this whole Wikipedia so exciting because you get to see that shit. But, um, 
Yeah, Machida was undefeated at one point. When he fought Tito Ortiz, he was like 16-0. Yeah, he was like 16-0 at one point. He's fought Rich Franklin. He's fought BJ... BJ fucking Penn! He's fought BJ fucking Penn, for fuck's sakes. Machida's fought a lot of good people, dude. From from uh, Rampage to Tito to Rashad to Ryan Bader. He knocked Ryan Bader out. I watched that one live, but Machida's fought a lot of great dudes, man, and he and he had a resurgence at middleweight. He had a close fun fight with Chris Weidman. He's had a lot of fucking good fights, man. Machida's one of the best. Man, Machida's a Hall of Famer for sure. I mean, he, I mean, in my head, I was trying to make him fight fighter of the year, but like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense because he barely just returned against Brunson, and now he just came back against Anders. But Machida did call out a great. Um, this is a great fucking fight. I'm so stoked for this. But he called out Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping. He called out Michael Bisping for, for a fight later on this year, and I, I'm glad that Michael Bisping didn't fight. Hasn't fought yet. Oh, well, he's not fighting in March. He says he's not fighting in March. But I'm glad he's not. Because that gives him a better opponent for later on. Honestly, that, that does. It's it's a better it's a better opponent for for Bisping. Remember, Rashad Evans was a good one. I don't know if that's still on board, but Machida versus Bisping is also a fight I would really love to see. I really hope we could see that fight before it happens. But yeah, man, I can't I can't get over how good Mach Machida's good. He 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 was one of the first people. That I personally thought, that was one of the, like I said earlier, like five seconds ago, that was one of the first people that I thought in my head, who the fuck can beat this guy? And then it translated, 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 just kept, kept evolving, kept evolving, kept evolving. Now it's like, that isn't what I mean like that. Like, I'll go to all these champions that we have. Who can beat Jose Aldo? I found out who could beat Jose. Who could beat Chris Weidman? I found out who could beat Chris Weidman. Who can beat uh, John Jones? Oh, wait, no one's beating John Jones but himself. Okay. Who has beaten Luke Rockhold? Michael Bisbee. And that one I wasn't too high, <coughs> high on. <coughs> it's mainly just been big. Like Junior Dos Santos at one point. I didn't know who was going to be him. Kane, I didn't know who was going to be him. Stipe, eh. Really, eh. That's not necessarily a guy I thought. But um, who could beat all these guys? I was like, man, this is... there's. Really, nobody that can beat these guys. Henan Barrow at one point. Dominic Cruz at one point. Uh, TJ, I didn't necessarily know. I don't really see anyone else being TJ, so I can add him to the list. And I don't really see anyone being TJ unless it unless it's uh, I don't know. I don't really see anyone else being TJ or Demetrius Johnson. Max Holloway, I feel like he could have a slip up here and uh, here and there, but you know, based off what he's done and for a while, I haven't seen him. I mean, maybe Frankie Edgar would be the guy. Um, for Tony Ferguson, I don't see. I mean, I see Habib. Habib could probably be the only one that could beat Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson could probably be the only one that could beat Habib. That's what makes it, that's, that's another fight that's gonna happen. I can't wait for that fight. It's a great fucking fight. We got a lot of great fights. Tony versus Habib, man, that's a great fight. Joanna versus uh, Rose Namunas too. There's a lot of good fights coming this year, man. The UFC just keeps getting better and better and better. It's an honor, honest pleasure to be a part of this world and watch where we used to be at versus where we are going now. We just keep repeatingly putting all these fights together. And honestly, it's just one of the greatest things ever, man. It's, it's, it's one of the best things to be a part of a sport that you followed for so long. And, and it's honestly one of the best things ever, so... 
That should be awesome. Oh yeah, we're gonna look at Machida versus we're, we're gonna we're gonna look at Machida's Wikipedia. But anyways, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, man, it feels good to be back. It's like a resurgence. It's it's fun. Oh. So, yeah, that was good. That was a good-ass game, though. That was fun. Of course, people are going to fill up the memes. Of course. It's, it's always... <laughs> uh, it feels good to be back, though, for real. It's like, it, it, was, it was fun. We dropped some serious knowledge, but we didn't see if there's any more. It's always fun live tweeting while people while we're watching the fights too. That's something I really enjoyed. And for the for a long for yesterday was actually the first time I was able to do that in a long ass time, at least like four months. I never necessarily wasn't able to watch. I mean, I live tweeted based on what other people have seen it. But uh, man, it was nice to finally do that. Like I said, being back home in uh. It just—it was just fun. It, it, it was fun. It felt at home, and like I said, this year is gonna go as good as you think. I personally think as we're gonna go into motivational shit. This is fun. Why not? I think I was gonna say as human beings, I feel that we have the necessary choices to decide our future, decide what we want to do tomorrow, decide how we think about things, decide how we do things. And obviously, a lot of it, majority, comes up to where we learn it, how we learn it, and who we learn it from, and who we look up to, and who are heroes. But in all reality, when it comes down to making choices or deciding what you want to do with your life or deciding for certain things to be a certain way, they're only as as you make them, basically. What I mean by that, they're only they're only it's only gonna be bad if you want it to be bad. You know, there's a light at every single tunnel and you've just gotta work your way out. You've gotta you gotta um you gotta basically you gotta obsess about getting this thing done, making sure that you're happy with what you wanna do. Make sure you're content. Now this could be for a life goal, this could be for something you want to do, maybe a diet, maybe a, a workout regimen, or maybe you don't eat a certain amount of foods. Look at me making this whole thing about health, but um, but it, it can be a, any goal, any goal, as long as you set yourself out to accomplish something within a certain amount of time, time frame, and and making sure you stick to it. It doesn't matter what the fuck your goal could be, as long as you set it. That's the only thing that matters. Like I said, as human beings, we have the choice. We have all these. We have all the options in the world to decide what we want to do for our entire life. Our entire life is basically a long ass story. Till the very end. And we have the choice to make these stories any way we want. Obviously, we have to follow protocol within life and doing everything we're supposed to. But we decide how, how we do it, how we live life, how we talk to people, how we apply for jobs, how we do all these different things. We, 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 we choose to do those on our own. Obviously, it's part of life. We choose to do it on our own, what I, what I mean. But we choose to do it the way we want to do it. Some people do it differently. Some people end up in jail. Sucks. Some people don't make it to 30 years old. 
Some people are very successful. Some people have kids. Some people have successful lives. Some people are happy. A lot of people are confused. Some people, it's a bunch of different things. Like I said, life is just what we make it. That's all that matters. I wonder what Dana has to say about the about the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> Dana's a hardcore Patriots fan. So I was thinking of Dana White the whole entire time. You gotta know that he's probably going crazy. Ah that's <coughs> ah, funny because I do need to smoke now. But um yeah, overall, man, that was a good game. We haven't had anyone on the podcast in a while. Let me again, we haven't done it in like 19 days. Man. But, um, I feel like there's a lot of stuff left. We just barely got back, man. But... That's fun. A lot of the commercials were funny too. But, um, yeah. I think that's it for us for today. I'm too high. <laughs> no, we, we, we really did. We did talk about a lot of stuff and had a lot of fun today. So it was, it was good to be finally back. Like I said, this wasn't going to be a consistent thing where, Um, you know, where we, we go for long ass times without it, you know, I watch all these other podcasts just constantly keep coming out. I'm like, man, I still haven't released one. So like I said, it's good to be back and, um, you know, it feels good. But one more time before we get out of here, let me explain to you guys and let you guys know, remind you guys. Jimmy Kermit May Show is brought to you by GluntOfficial.com, motherfuckers. Every glunt is made with a clear, easy-to-use, clean glass that can last a lifetime. Like I said earlier, when you use rolling papers, when you use those swishers, they contain chemicals. So if you want your life and your sessions to be chemical-free and risk-free, glunt is the way to go. Like I said, they possess and they pose significant health risks. You want your smoking weed to be as clean as possible because cannabis is like, you don't see people dying or overdosing or, or having side effects from, from marijuana, at least negative health side effects. You know, some people trip out on it. Some people, um, it's not for them, but you never see anything bad in the news because of weed. People get caught because of it, but you never see any high-level crimes because someone was high on marijuana. At least not not to my knowledge. But, like I said, we've teamed up with Grunt Official to provide my loyal listeners with a little discount code. My little promo code. Enter promo code GABRIEL2018 for a 10% off your next purchase at gluntofficial.com. I hope you can spell by the time I'm finished saying this, but G-L-U-N-T-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, gluntofficial.com. 
for your next purchase. 10% off your next purchase, which will be one of those glunts. Hopefully, I wonder if they have any clothes. Anything else? Any other apparel? Interesting apparel. I mean, nice to rock a couple of those tees. Would be nice to send, get a couple in the mail or purchase a couple of them in the mail. But one more time, ladies and gentlemen, gluntofficial.com, promo code GAMERIAL2018 for 10% off. One more thing, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to be back next week, motherfuckers. We may even be back in a couple days because we got segments as well. We haven't given up on that and given me time to catch up on a lot of other things and think about some other things. Oh, yeah, by the way, Max Holloway's out of his fight with Frankie Edgar, and UFC is seeking a replacement for that. Frankie Edgar versus Brian Ortega is in the works. Uh, we forgot to talk about that, but I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that next thing. Like I said, we'll be back probably a couple of days. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows what's going to happen for our future, ladies and gentlemen. All I know is we're not going to be gone for that fucking long ever again. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, or in a couple of days. Solid. Being honest with you. You guys know where to find me. At MMA on Twitter. Instagram has been changed. So simple now. At MMA on Instagram as well. Only one that's out of category is Snapchat. At at G Meeker underscore MMA Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. It's been a fucking pleasure to be honest with you. We are signing off, but we will be back next week, motherfuckers. Thanks to Anchor Radio. Thanks to GluntOfficial.com. Like I said, promo code. Gabriel 2018. Thank you guys. We will be back.